your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morin here with you as always on this beautiful move in Monday here on Locked On Coyotes. Thanks so much for joining us where we catch up on what we missed over the weekend. The the biggest headlines uh, making their way across Coyotes world and the NHL circles as well. For the Coyotes, a couple of things. Uh, first off, we have Christian Fisher, Coyotes right winger, uh, reportedly signing his... Uh, qualifying offer or you know was a an RFA and had kind of come up to the brink of his qualifying offer deadline does sign with the Coyotes uh I have one source telling me it was the uh qualifying offer that he did sign was extended uh the deadline extended a little bit by the Coyotes $874,124 I believe or $125 874125 uh is the is going to be the cap hit on that one. Don't quite have confirmation on that yet, but that's what it's looking like for Christian Fisher. Either way, uh, Christian Fisher looks like he is coming back. One source telling me it's a two-year, one-way deal. So pretty standard stuff there for uh, the young RFA Christian Fisher, as, uh, as, as you guys know. Thinking he'll probably factor into the fourth line, uh, third line, you know, bottom six, right wing, uh, circuit, but again, that space getting a little crowded now because the Coyotes have signed some depth players. Looking at John Hayden, looking at Tyler Pitlick, looking at Johan Larson, Dryden Hunt. So, a couple of other candidates there for for Christian Fisher to try and uh, win his spot. So, I sort of felt this way about Christian Fisher last year too, which was that I didn't really think he had a guaranteed spot out of training camp, and I really don't feel that way this year. I think I feel even more that way. Uh, this is a kid who just quite hasn't found his own rhythm at the NHL level yet. Uh, 2015 draft pick, of course, Chicago kid, Chicago mission product. Not the fastest guy, not the, the guy with the most skill, uh, but he's a big body with physical abilities, and he just hasn't quite tapped into that yet. He hasn't found uh, that rhythm that works for him just yet. So we're still waiting on Christian Fisher to sort of blossom here. Uh, hopefully that qualifying offer will uh, sort of will sort of get him you know where he needs to go so that's the 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 first biggest piece of news there we'll get into that a little bit later the other big news uh Barrett Hayton of course Coyote centerman the uh number what was he the n- number five overall pick in 2018 uh Barrett Hayton being loaned to Liga in Finland going to play professionally in Finland loaned there by the Coyotes just this is a a, a transaction that will allow Barrett Hayton to get some extra playing time while the Coyotes, uh, you know, uh, while, you know, before the season starts, right? The season obviously is not starting in October as it usually does. We're thinking the season will probably start in January and they are playing overseas. So the Coyotes loaning Barrett Hayton to Liga. We will keep an eye on him. Of course, Matthias Michelli, a uh, big Coyotes prospect, also plays for the team. Um, Ilves, I believe. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but uh, Ilves are... Uh, I L V E S is the name is the team. Not quite sure how to pronounce it, but uh, it's over there in Liga in Finland. Very, very good team. Uh, so we'll be watching Barrett Hayton, of course, over there. 
Um, but yeah, we're still expecting the season to start in January. So not exactly too surprising to see uh, the Coyotes loaning really uh, what they are figuring to be, you know, hopefully one of their best players this season uh, over to Finland to get some more playing time. So those are the two biggest items that uh, sort of made headlines around Coyotes World today. We'll break down uh, the Christian Fisher side of things when we come back right after these words. I don't know how many times I need to tell you guys about the Cookies and Cream Built Bar to tell you guys it is just absolute nails. You have to try this stuff. It's 17 grams of protein, 130 calories. Calories, four grams of sugar, four grams net carbs. It is a protein bar, not just a protein bar though. The best tasting protein bar ever. I'm telling you, there are six new flavors, 12 original flavors. My cookies and cream is one of the new flavors. They're healthy, great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, but high protein, high fiber. They're also great for a keto diet. And right now, there's a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. So you guys got to jump on this real quick. And to do that, you're going to go to builtbar.com, B U I L T B A R.com. Use code locked on, L O C K E D on is that code you can get 20% that's 20% off your next order when you use promo code locked on for 20% off at built bar all right guys we are back here on lockdown coyotes part of the lockdown podcast Eric richard morn here with you of course as always we're on this move in monday here today on lockdown coyotes of course we're talking uh christian fisher reportedly signing uh his rfa deal with the coyotes gonna be coming back for uh, some more Coyotes hockey, of course, and uh, Barrett Hayton being loaned to Liga uh, in Finland to get some extra playing time. So we're talking about all that. Another thing I want to mention here on the pod today is the announcement that Hall of Fame hockey announcer Mike Doc Emmerich is stepping down uh, from being the really the voice of hockey. I've always kind of uh, considered him, you know, kind of the Vin Scully of hockey, although, you know, Doc didn't really spend his whole career with one team, but that's kind of how legendary he was, and that's at least how I viewed Doc Emmerich uh, in my mind. Certainly going to be tough to see, um, or really tough to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs and those big games without hearing Doc Emmerich's voice behind them, so that's going to be that's gonna be a little t- tough pill to swallow, but you know, all good things must come to an end. 2020 has certainly not been kind to us. We're uh, we're happy that Doc is healthy, of course, and um, you know that that's the most important thing. But uh, stepping down is Doc Emmerich again. That's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. Um, it'd be interesting to see who steps into his shoes. I'm definitely you know a guy who you know when I was a kid and wanted to come into uh, you know the sports media industry, I always thought I wanted to be a broadcaster. I always thought I wanted to be a baseball broadcaster. I really actually didn't even really get into hockey until high school, and I've kind of had a crash course in the years since. But um, you know, I, I think. I always really pay attention to the broadcasters. It's a part of uh, the sports watching experience that uh, I always hold very near and dear to my heart. So uh, I really do critique and and commend good broadcasters. I think some of the best broadcasters today, you know, I watch, you know, you guys know I'm a New England guy. So I, you know, I watch the Patriots games and I think the, the duo of, you know, Jim Nance and Tony Romo is just a fantastic modern broadcasting duo. Uh, they're, they're two folks that I really enjoy listening to. I know Joe Buck gets a lot of flack, but I've always been a huge Joe Buck fan. A lot of that is sentimental. Just some of his calls he made, uh, for the Boston Red Sox back when I was a kid. So that's, that's definitely something that I'll always remember too. And, uh, Doc Emmerich on the hockey side absolutely is that guy. 
Um, it's going to be tough to, like I said, watch you know those big hockey games without you know listening to to Doc Emmerich's voice. But yeah, that's kind of the way things go. You know, I think uh, I think Kenny Albert has. I've listened to Kenny Albert do certain hockey games. I think Kenny uh, has a bright future as well. Um, I think uh, I would love to hear Kenny do doing some some of those maybe hockey games, maybe getting a shot to. To fill Doc's shoes, I think he would be a good guy to do that. So again, you know, best wishes to uh, Doc Emmerich, of course, going forward. It was such a pleasure to hear your voice, and I'm sure a lot of uh, Coyotes fans and hockey fans listening will agree with me on that. When we come back after these brief words from the Locked On Podcast, Network will be breaking down Christian Fisher, his spot on this team, and uh, maybe what we should be watching for with Barrett Hayton playing overseas right after this from the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, we are back here on the Locked On Podcast Network, of course, but we are Locked On Coyotes. We're focusing on the Coyotes here, bringing you daily podcasts, your daily deliverance of Arizona Coyotes content wherever you get your podcast. You guys are on your Android phone, you're on your iPhone, you're on a smart speaker, you're in the car, you're on the headphones working out wherever you are in whatever platform you're using. We appreciate you and of course, it's always free to subscribe, stream, and download the Locked On Coyotes podcast, as it is for all of the other Locked On podcasts. And I got to tell you, I've really been enjoying listening to Locked On Senators lately. You know, I I don't always listen to you know all. Obviously, it's you know trying to listen to all the other teams is quite a big undertaking. But uh, Locked On Senators, I'm telling you, has been an absolute blast to listen to. So uh, if you are looking for maybe another team to sort of uh, latch on to and listen to, I would recommend getting on the Locked On Senators train. It's been pretty fun. Locked on NHL, of course, too, uh, giving you a more broad look at the league every single day. So Locked On Podcast Network, is if you guys don't know by now, they have something for everybody. Every single sports fan uh, can find a home on the Locked On Podcast Network. And uh, yeah, Locked On Senators, Locked On NHL has been where I'm going as well. Locked On MLB, too, for uh, this World Series. Very excited to see Rays and Dodgers, see what kind of goes down there. Uh, but let's get back to things uh, in Coyotes land. You know, I kind of mentioned before the predicament that Christian Fisher is going to find himself in on the roster this year. Whenever training camp does start up, he's going to have some competition uh, to break into the bottom six. Don't think Christian is really a candidate to play the left side, so he's really going to be a right winger bust, and uh, that's might be a little bit of a challenge with guys like Dryden Hunt, guys like John Hayden, guys like uh, Johan Larson taking up spots. So, uh, you know, what is that going to mean for Christian Fisher? Is he going to have to work extra hard to really earn that spot, win his position on the team? I really felt that way last year, too. I thought Christian had a lot to prove this past year, and honestly, he didn't really prove it. So uh, he still has a lot to prove. He's a big physical guy, and I think he could be a really effective bottom six power forward if he committed himself to that type of game. But as we know, it's a hard game to play. It's uh, It requires a lot of discipline. Everybody wants to be the skill guy, right? Everybody wants to score goals. Everybody wants to make the sexy shot, the sexy move, and you know, and get the celly going on the ice. But I think with, with Christian, that's just not in his future. It's not in his cards. And if he wants to succeed at the NHL level, he's going to have to be a grinder. He's going to have to be a physical guy. And he's going to have to play north to south. And he's just going to have to drive the net and stay there and be sticky, as Rick Tockett likes to say. He's going to have to be a cactus, as Bill Armstrong likes to say. Uh, and that's, I think, what they see out of this guy. But Christian just really hasn't embodied that so far in his career. And he's still a young guy, of course. And you could say that for a lot of these players. But 
you got years of experience now with all of these guys. And uh, at this point in your career, you need to start finding your niche. You need to start really carving your own path in the league. And that's something I really still haven't seen out of Christian Fisher yet. So this is going to be a big training camp for him, a big opportunity for him to really get going and show what he can do in the NHL. Uh, that's that's going to be the biggest thing for me watching Christian Fisher. Now for Barrett Hayton in uh, in Finland, this uh, well at least for the next probably couple of months until training camp starts for the NHL. But Barrett Hayton, look, this kid needs playing time. If there's anything we learned from last year, it's that this kid needs playing time. He hardly got any last year. Was a healthy scratch for so much of the year. You know, ends up getting loaned to to Team Canada. Plays the hero there, but then gets hurt and uh, misses even more time, gets a cup of coffee in the playoffs and just kind of flounders a little bit. So this is a kid, you got to see what you got, you know, and uh, I I know you got to make those decisions. What's right for the team. The Coyotes were contenders last year. You know, you got to kind of be careful with what you do there. You don't want to, you know, hurt the team to bring along Barrett Hayton, but you don't want to, you know, hurt Barrett Hayton. But, you know, so it's kind of a it's kind of a tough position to be in as a coach. I understand that, but maybe with the Coyotes, possibly taking a step back from contending this year for sort of a a retool kind of year. Maybe it is the perfect situation for Barrett Hayton to finally get those opportunities that he needs to show you what he can do at the NHL level. Uh, So that's what I'm looking for in Finland. You know, look, uh, we know this kid can perform at World Juniors. We know this kid can perform in Juniors. That's great, right? You know, he played a couple games in the AHL. He played fine. Okay, great. But what can you do at high-level professional hockey? And Liga is not the NHL, but Liga is a very challenging uh, syndicate. And, yeah, so I'm looking for Barrett Hayden to produce, right? Like, if he can't produce at the NHL level, uh, and we haven't seen much production at the NHL level yet, granted he hasn't gotten much of an opportunity, but I'm looking for him to go to Liga and show me what you can do. Do what you've been doing. You know, do what you had done at Juniors. Do what you did at World Juniors. Do it. Do it at the professional level and show the Coyotes that you can do it for them too. That's what Barrett Hayden needs to do. He needs to go to Finland and make a statement. Show that he can play with men and he can play you know, hard-hitting, uh, difficult professional hockey. I think that's exactly what Barrett Hayden needs to do. Well, that's all the time we have here today for this movie and Monday on Locked on Coyotes. I'm Richard Moore, of course, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Until then, see ya.